Drama on One. Sundays at 8pm. rta.ie forward slash drama on one. Drama on one. My name is Alan Stanford and welcome to Othello in Offaly. My name is Kenneth Cran and I'm an English teacher at Tullamore College, County Offaly. And in this discussion, I wish to look at the character of Desdemona and more especially a question that appeared a number of years ago. Desdemona's character is not credible. She is simply too good to be true. Now, as I would say to my students in tackling a question like this, really the answer is going to be a discussion whereby we agree or disagree at the beginning, that we have an opening body and a conclusion in our discussion or in our discussion essay, and that a number of points are made throughout the answer in the form of paragraphs. Apt quotation is absolutely imperative as well. So to get to the actual answer, Desdemona's character is not credible. I would start with an introduction, uh, something akin to the following. I am in complete agreement with the above statement. There is no doubt that our very first impression of the leading female character in the play is positive. She indeed endears herself to us with her innocence, her independence of mind, and her capacity for selfless love. However, as the play unfolds, notwithstanding her virtue, we have to question whether Desdemona is indeed too good to be true. At this point, I would move on to a new paragraph, paragraph one, um, and I would deal with our first impression of Desdemona. And indeed, our first impression of Desdemona is that of a woman who is courageous and independent. She has been summoned initially in the play as a witness by Othello to answer Brabantio's charges that he stole his daughter. She is indeed respectful to her dad, Brabantio, but she is no shrinking violet in that she asserts publicly her unstinting love for her husband, calling him, and I quote, the moor, my lord, unquote. I would follow this with further discussion of our first impression of Desdemona. At this point, new idea, a new paragraph, as such a new point, I would talk about how Desdemona is associated very much with heavenly uh, imagery, the whole idea of the celestial. She is presented um, through the use of celestial imagery. For example, Cassio declares that, quote, the grace of heaven surrounds her, unquote. Great reverence indeed surrounds Desdemona throughout this play. She is the personification of goodness. Desdemona herself looks towards heaven when she is in a time of need. Indeed, Emilia insists that Desdemona was, quote, heavenly true. And at the close of the play, Othello himself believes that he will be deprived of the heavenly sight of Desdemona. It is noteworthy that the villain of the play, the true villain of this great tragedy, Iago, uh, acknowledges her goodness himself in saying, quote, She is so free, so kind, so apt, so blessed a disposition, unquote. Yet he himself will exploit her goodness and her virtue in saying that her goodness is, quote, the net that shall enmesh them all. So again, we have dealt there with the whole idea of her association with the heavenly. At this point, I would move on to a new paragraph, our third paragraph, and it would be a continuation of how we see Desdemona in a virtuous light, how we view her. 
Indeed, it is noteworthy, you know, in this discussion that the villain of the play, uh, Iago, uh, acknowledges Desdemona's goodness and her virtue in saying that she is so free, so kind, so apt and so blessed a disposition. Yet, of course, as we see as readers, uh, he exploits her goodness and her virtue, and he says that that goodness and virtue will be the net that shall enmesh them all. At this point, I would move on to a new paragraph, and again, it will be a continuation of the virtuous light uh, in which we view Desdemona. And this is seen mainly through her complete and utter devotion to Othello, her husband. It is constant. We see this from her initial wish to accompany him to Cyprus, right to the conclusion of this great tragedy, when she says, I did love the Moor to live with him, right down to Othello's public humiliation of her. As she says to Iago, unkindness may do much, and his unkindness may defeat my life, but never taint my love. And we see this great devotion to her husband yet again at the conclusion of the play, her dying breath, when she reasserts her innocence, and she tries to indeed protect Othello from blame, and she asks to be commended to her, quote, kind lord. Paragraph 4, I would give over to the whole idea of the contrast between herself and Emilia. And this great contrast, it's very striking, and it serves, in no small part, to compound her absolute purity. As we see in her conversations with Emilia, she is naive, she is pure, whereas Emilia would be more worldly and indeed more wise and cynical. For instance, uh, when they're discussing infidelity... Desdemona wonders if women would resort to, to such a thing in saying, quote, Beshrew me if I would do such a thing for the whole world from Act 4, Scene 3. So these conversations on marital infidelity highlight her great naivety and her great pureness, whereas, of course, Emilia is more worldly wise. And again, Shakespeare would have done this, I would think, to compound her great innocence and purity. At this point, I would move to a new point, uh, paragraph five, and this is where the argument would take a turn. Heretofore, we have been speaking about Desdemona as the pure, innocent one. Uh, but now we wonder at this point, is this entirely plausible? And I would home in on a number of points here. The fact that Othello's harshness has an attractive side is this entirely plausible when Desdemona says, My love doth so approve him that even his stubbornness, his checks and frowns, have grace and favour in them? And I wonder, is this plausible? Is this believable? It's as if she is in love with his foibles. When Othello strikes her and publicly humiliates her, she demonstrates neither anger nor resentment. And I wonder, is this believable? All she says is, I have not deserved this. And, ultimately, Desdemona's declaration that she attempted to take her own life in an effort to shield Othello from blame. This brings her credibility into question. At this point, I would be winding down my discussion in the form of a conclusion with something akin to the following. I agree that while Desdemona is spirited, pure, dignified, courageous, and generally the very rose of purest passion, Shakespeare presents her in a holistically human way. Indeed, the great irony that her goodness contributed to her tragic death carries with it a great pathos and sadness for us as readers. Notwithstanding all of this, I feel that she is an agent of goodness, but that 
Her absolute goodness in this play is indeed too good to be true. And I argue that it is simply not plausible. Drama on One. Sundays at 8pm. rta.ie forward slash drama on one. Drama on One.